My name is James, and I am eight years old. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because he loves everybody. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus, and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world, and the hope of living with him forever, so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else, and why he wants you to join him. Welcome, friends, and thanks for joining me on another episode of the Jesus is Better podcast. Alicia Yoder here, and I'm so glad Jesus is alive and with us, aren't you? Our episode today might make you feel sad, and that's okay, because we know how the story ends, and that it all happened because God loves us so much. Last week, we talked about Jesus' last night in the Garden of Gethsemane, where he prayed to his father and was taken away by the chief priests and Pharisees. All the disciples, except Peter, ran away when Jesus was arrested. And even Peter pretended he didn't know Jesus when people asked him. The men who were guarding Jesus made fun of him and beat him. And then the whole group got up and led Jesus off to Pilate. They began to bring charges against Jesus, saying, We have found this man misleading our people. He's against paying taxes to Caesar, and he claims to be Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. Then Pilate spoke to the chief priests and the crowd, announcing, I find no basis for a charge against this man. But they kept it up and insisted, His teaching stirs up the people all over Judea. He started in Galilee and has come all the way here. When Pilate heard this, he asked if the man was from Galilee. When he learned that Jesus was from Herod's area of authority, he sent Jesus to Herod. At that time, Herod was also in Jerusalem. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very pleased. He had been wanting to see Jesus for a long time because he had heard much about him and hoped to see Jesus perform a sign of some kind. Herod asked him many questions, but Jesus gave no answer. The chief priests and the teachers of the law were standing there, shouting charges against him. Herod and his soldiers laughed at Jesus and made fun of him. They dressed him in a beautiful robe and sent him back to Pilate. That day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Before this time, they had been enemies. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people. He said to them, You brought me this man, saying he was turning the people against the authorities. I have questioned him in front of you and have found no basis for your charges against him. 
Herod hasn't either, so he sent Jesus back to us. As you can see, Jesus has done nothing that is worthy of death, so I will just have him whipped and let him go. But the whole crowd shouted, Kill this man, but let Barabbas go. Barabbas had been thrown into prison because he had taken part in a struggle in the city against the authorities and had also committed murder. Pilate wanted to let Jesus go, so he made an appeal to the crowd again. But they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate spoke to them for the third time. Why? he asked. What wrong has this man done? I have found no reason to have him put to death, so I will just have him whipped and let him go. But with loud shouts, they kept calling for Jesus to be crucified. The people's shouts won out, so Pilate decided to give them what they wanted. He set free the man they asked for, the man who had been thrown in prison for murder and for fighting against the authorities. And Pilate had Jesus whipped and handed Jesus over to them so they could carry out their plans. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. As the soldiers led Jesus away, they took hold of Simon, a man from a place called Cyrene, who was on his way in from the country. They put a wooden cross on his shoulders and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed Jesus. Two other men were also led out with Jesus to be killed. Both of them had broken the law. The soldiers brought them to the place called the Skull. There they nailed Jesus to the cross. He hung between the two criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. The soldiers divided up his clothes by throwing dice. The people stood there watching, and the rulers even made fun of Jesus. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and poked fun at him. They said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. A written sign had been placed above him. It read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging there made fun of Jesus. He said, Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself. Save us. But the other criminals scolded him. Don't you have any respect for God, he said. Remember, you are under the same sentence of death. We are being punished fairly, getting what our actions call for. But this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, What I'm about to tell you is true. Today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon, and darkness covered the whole land until three o'clock. The sun had stopped shining. 
the temple curtain was torn in two, and Jesus called in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my life. After he said this, he took his last breath. The earth shook and the rock split. When the Roman commander and other guards saw what had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. When the people who had gathered saw what happened, they went away sad. But all those who knew Jesus stood not very far away watching these things, including the women who had followed him from Galilee. A man named Joseph was a member of the Jewish council. He was a good and honest man who had not agreed with what the leaders had decided and done. He was from Arimathea, a town in Judea, and was waiting for God's kingdom. Joseph went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Joseph took it down, wrapped it in linen cloth, and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock where no one had ever been buried. The Sabbath day was about to begin. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how Jesus' body was placed in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes for the body. But they rested on the Sabbath day in order to obey the law. And next week, we'll get to hear all about the wonderful surprise God had for them. Have you ever been called the wrong name? Maybe your mom mixes you up with your brother or sister, or someone from church thinks you're another little boy or girl with the same hair color. Sometimes people would mix my sister and me up, especially if we were talking on the phone because our voices sounded so similar. The Jewish leaders had mixed Jesus, the real rescuer, up with someone they thought was only faking it, someone who did some amazing things to get people to follow him. They thought he was going to mess up their plans so badly that they convinced the crowds to shout for his death. Since the Romans were in charge and could throw people in jail and give punishments, the government leaders also had this tradition of letting someone go free once a year. The Jewish leaders convinced the crowds and Pilate that it was better for a murderer who had fought against the Romans to go free than Jesus, who Pilate couldn't find anything in him to punish. Even when Jesus was asked questions by Pilate and Herod, he never did or said anything wrong. And Pilate and Herod became friends as they shared the decision to not bring Jesus justice. The leaders and even the crowd were all making decisions to sin. And only Jesus stayed perfectly innocent as he was surrounded by all that evil. God wasn't surprised by all the evil things people did to send Jesus to his death. But he let it happen so that Jesus could be the perfect final sacrifice and take the punishment for all that evil and all our evil after that. The guards made the man named Simon carry Jesus' cross. 
probably because Jesus had been whipped so badly that he wasn't strong enough to hold it up himself. No one defended Jesus as he was nailed to a cross, and he died, giving up his life to his Father. Jesus died alone so that we would never have to be alone. He was made fun of, even though he'd done nothing wrong, so that we would never have to feel ashamed before God for anything wrong we do or be afraid of God's punishment. And so we can help others to know they never have to feel alone either, even if their parents are working all the time or their friends don't want to play with them because God is with them. When Jesus let himself be nailed to the cross, he did it firstly to obey what the Father asked him to do, but also because he wanted us to be a part of God's family forever. While he was on the cross, about to die, he spent his last moments thinking about other people, like the women who had followed him and were standing there crying, the criminal on the cross next to him, who asked Jesus to remember him, the leaders who had accused him, and us. He went through the most awful situation imaginable and had no resentment, anger, unbelief, pride, unkindness, or hate. When others hurt him and sinned against him by mocking him and accusing him and whipping him and sending him to his death even though he was innocent, he never responded by sinning back. He took the punishment for all the times people do mean things to us and we say something mean back. Jesus' perfect life was like a mirror that showed the Jewish leaders the yuckiness of their hearts, but they kept pushing the mirror away, refusing to look. And even though we can't see Jesus right now, God still sends mirrors for us to see our hearts too, through his word and as we talk with other people who follow Jesus and see the way they live their lives. Some people might not want to look, to see their hearts of sin wrinkled like a brown moldy apple but the best news you can share with them is that God didn't create them to have a heart like that and that Jesus died so that their moldy apple heart could be restored to a perfect juicy red apple heart that will get to enjoy Jesus for all of eternity people might think it's safer to hold on to their old heart because they haven't understood and believed all the good things yet about living life in God's family. You can tell them that even though you still have hard times, God is helping you to change, to be more like him, and is always with you no matter what happens. And just as Jesus committed his life to God with his last breath, we can use our breaths to tell him our life belongs to him. The criminal on the cross didn't have anything to give Jesus except his belief and wanting to be with Jesus. And that's all he asks from us, too. And he wants to be with us, too, letting his spirit change us to be more like him 
so that we can enjoy His goodness each day, always ready to share His goodness with others. We might feel like we don't understand everything, just like the women and the disciples didn't as they saw Jesus' body taken down from the cross. But we can ask God to help us take the next step of obedience as we trust that he's going to keep his promises. Maybe you feel like the women did when they saw Jesus being put in the tomb, like things you were hoping for could never happen. Maybe you feel like you could never make good friends, or that your brother or sister will never be kind to you, or that you'll never understand your math assignments. But we have it so much better than those women, because when we believe God's promises that he's coming back to live with us forever, we know that the best is still coming. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for going to the cross so that we could hold on to hope of life with you forever. Would you help us to understand more about who you are each day? We love you. Amen. Okay, boys and girls, let's keep enjoying Jesus, and I'll talk to you next time.